so we're recording this a day late and I'm not 100% sure if my computer's actually going to work because it's been acting like a total you-know-what because the kids have been downloading God knows what to it um, for weeks now and they probably have given my computer AIDS. It's like downloading something from LimeWire in the 90s. You know, you just, you don't take those kind of chances. It was LimeWire back then. If it's anything like that, that thing wouldn't even turn on right now. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, how, how much how much stuff did we do- download from LimeWire when it was a thing? Like a lot. And none of the albums that you had had any album art on them. Um, you know, none of the songs were titled properly. You had to download 15 different songs of the same song to try to get one workable copy it was like, you know, it was it was Mad Max out there. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I can remember just, it, like, every time you click on one, you're like, please don't be the one to shut my stuff down. Please don't <laughs> be the one to shut my stuff down. Yes, this one works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, I'm getting weird pop-ups. I'm getting weird windows. I've got to, the kids cannot use my computer anymore. I, I'm going to have to get, like, they're, they're going to have to use their own computers or, or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, you found the Shays Lounge with Cricket. This is fun. I don't know what today's podcast is going to look like. Um, we've not prepared for it, even a little bit. Um, so we're still um, trying to do sections um, where we have our podcast kind of uh, separated out into um, interesting things for you to listen to. <laughs> Stop I playing. I thought the volume was turned down. Sorry. He's, he's playing Pokemans over there. I just turned it on to see if we was there. <laughs> so we're still trying to do sections. So we're in our little intro part of the of the podcast where we talk about our week. So how has your week gone? Oh, it was a long week. I just got to go hunting with my oldest son yesterday. With Alex? Yeah, didn't get anything, but... It's okay. It was still nice just getting out and getting out of the house and getting out of the woods again. Yeah. And if you guys can't hear anything because it's chopping in and out, it's because stuff keeps randomly starting on the computer. I've had four windows pop up since we started this podcast, and I don't know how to make them stop. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so um, I don't know what this podcast is going to sound like. It's probably going to sound like crap. Uh, So I apologize, and I'm going to go beat my children until morale improves. (laughs) Why are you beating me for so long? I'm beating you to so things get better. But I'm doing just fine. No, I said until I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Discord popped up. I don't know why Discord popped up. This is so annoying. Our children are annoying. I hope you know that. I know it. I know. You might want to get a little closer to your mic because you're kind of away from it and it's not picking you up very well. But... Okay, is that better? I think that's better. It looks like it's a little better on the the equal. I mean the uh, what you call it thingy. The computer thingy. The computer thingy. <laughs> well, as long as it's better on the computer thingy. I think it's all right. So uh, I'm I'm dealing with a, a kidney stone this week. At least we think it's a kidney stone. Um, well, I, I haven't thought you had a kidney stone until we were on our way back from eating breakfast this morning, and the the, the look on your face, I was like, ooh, I know that look. Yeah. I had a twinge in my back. Um, so Just been there, done that, and it's not fun. Yeah, I, I've been having some symptoms like, um, I've been thinking maybe I've got a kidney infection, you know, because my back hurts and it's just, I'm just super uncomfortable and it's just, it's just a very weird feeling. Um, but 
was talking with some friends um, on Facebook, just kind of telling them my symptoms, just, you know, because that's what you do when you live your life on, on the internet. You talk to your friends about stuff like that. And one of them who is uh, teaches nursing students about medicine, <laughs> so she knows, she knows what she's talking about. Uh, she's got me scared now that I have a kidney stone, and so she insisted that I go to a doctor. Well, I came back from work. I don't remember when it was. Wednesday or Thursday. I guess it was Thursday. And went to the In-N-Out clinic, and he poked and prodded and everything. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've got a kidney stone. And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, because that's what I wanted was a kidney stone. And, uh, so he prescribed me a couple of medications that are supposed to make it come out, I guess. I don't know. And then if it's not better in the next couple of days, I'm supposed to go get a CT to make sure that that's what it is. Yeah. Well, some of those medications, what they do is they just, uh, they dilate your tubes in there. Yeah. To make sure to help it go through. Right. You just got to hope it's not one of those with the little spiky ends and jagged and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, I remember when you had your kidney stone. Oh, crap. Is this thing stopped? Okay, so it's still, I think it's still recording. Um, it may be choppy. Oh. But uh, I remember when you had your kidney stone, um, you were in such pain. You couldn't, like, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't function. You couldn't move. Well, I remember it hit so bad that one day we were at a restaurant eating breakfast. We were at IHOP. <laughs> For uh, my birthday. Yeah. And I am a lover of bacon. <laughs> he was and, a lover of bacon before bacon was a thing. And, yeah, it, it started hurting so bad I couldn't even sit still long enough to eat my bacon. Mm-hmm. And that's how bad it was, and that's bad. Yeah, that's real bad. That's real bad. but I, And I've never felt that kind of pain. This entire time, I have not been in that much pain. Um, my deal is it kind of feels like I was in... When I was in labor with my first child, I, was, I never had like labor pains like in my stomach. It was all in my back. That's what this feels like. So it's not... So if you ask me what my pain level is, my pain level is like four, five. You know, not like super, super bad. But it's just, it hurts all the time. And the only thing I can figure is either it's not a kidney stone and it's something else like a kidney infection. Or I'm just processing the pain a little differently. And I don't know. Um, I, I just guess, know when mine hit, it put, it, it put me down. Yeah. I guess I guess we'll find out if if it comes out or if it doesn't come out. Because if I don't feel better by tomorrow, I'm probably gonna call in to work which is a whole nother thing and uh, go get me a CT do you get to actually when do you get to actually start working at the branch that you were promoted to go work at the 21st <laughs> if I'm lucky that's crazy yeah I still have yet to work at that branch Still have yet to work at that bridge. So the week of Christmas is going to be the first week that I get to go out there. And this thing, uh, I again, I apologize if this thing is making weird noises or whatever else. Because I 
Oh, okay. So this Discord thing is just running in the background. How do I turn this off? Um, I don't know. I've do never I, used Discord. Do, I do that? How do I? Mm. Maybe that's something we should have picked, figured out before we User started. User settings. Yeah. I'll see. Billing. They better not be billing me. Log out. There we go. Okay. So I'm logging out. So maybe it'll stop making all this noise. Okay. There we go. So maybe that'll help because um, I don't think it's running in the background anymore. So we'll see if that... It's actually running a little smoother now. Oh, um, is it? Yeah, the, the computer's running a little smoother now because okay. it doesn't have that running in the background. So we'll see if that works. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> you want to talk about sports? <laughs> well, I don't really have much to talk about with that. But, okay, you know how last week one of our sports topics was the kid that tackled the referee? Right. Well, this week... <laughs> I've got something that's along the lines of that, but it was a coach in a Georgia youth league, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about these players look like they're probably maybe 10 years old, 10, mm -hmm. 11, that kind of age group. Well, somebody posted a video of a coach punching one of the kids in the head. What? Now, the kid had a helmet on. Was he just messing with him? I don't know because after he hit him once, uh, he hit him a second time. After I mean, he hit him a second time, and I'm not talking about like just popped him on the head just to like, mess with him. Yeah, like a slap. We're talking like this dude looked like he had a closed fist, and he punched this kid. And the second time, he actually hit him hard enough, and knocked him on the ground. Oh dang! But this, of course, this guy, this video's come out, and this guy's been completely removed from everything. Well, He's yeah. not allowed anywhere else around him. But that's just, I saw that, and I was just like, damn, man, that shit's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. when when the kids have their motorcycle helmets on, you know, I, I pop them in the head because it's funny. <laughs> right. But, but I've never knocked them down. But this dude, like, closed fist, punched this kid, and I don't know, hopefully he'll go to jail for it. Well, at least he'll get thrown off the team and won't be allowed around kids anymore or something. Yeah. Yes, that's not cool. Well, Did we it? just... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, we just watched the Cowboys win. Because um, we're recording this on Sunday. Because we're a day late. Right. Um, and, and several dollars short. I was going to say, <laughs> we're not a dollar short. <laughs> <laughs> several hundreds of dollars short. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, we just watched the Cowboys win against the Bengals... Yeah, and everybody was sitting there talking about, oh, the Cowboys are finally playing some good football. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're just playing against a team that sucks harder than they do, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> the Bengals fumbled like four times in like ten. Well, seconds. they're the first team, and I can't remember how many years it's been that started off a game with a fumble loss on their first three possessions. Yeah, the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah. And uh, so the Cowboys are now four and nine. <laughs> they still are alive in the playoffs. I'm still alive. Still got hopes. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a long. They were saying it's a long shot, but you know. But the Giants were losing today, and who who's still above them? Is it Washington? Is still above them uh, in the standings? I believe that's who it is. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Washington. It's still above them, and the Giants are still above them. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see what happens there. 
I'm not sure when. Okay. Washington is playing San Francisco right now. The Giants are ahead of them by one game because the Giants lost today. Mm-hmm. So they're playing. Yeah, so they're playing the. Who did I say? Oh, yeah. They're playing San Francisco right now. Washington is. Mm hmm. So we'll just kind of kind of wait. That ought to be a really good game because Washington is five and seven before today's game, and the 49ers are five and seven. <laughs> Holy crap! The Jets haven't won a game yet. Mm, that is correct. <gasps> oh, that sucks. I'm looking. Okay, so the Jets are are zero and twelve. Jacksonville Jaguars are one and twelve. Um, the Bengals are two and ten. The Chargers are three and man, everybody is sucking this year. Um, and then you've got the Kansas City Chiefs are eleven and one. The Steelers are eleven and one. one. Well, I'm I'm looking at this. This is the most recent. Well, they won today, which put them at twelve and one. Oh, okay. Well, the Chiefs are twelve and one. Uh, The Saints are ten and two. The Bills are nine and three. The Browns are not. Why are the Browns so high up? That's nuts. That should not be. Aren't the Browns like the team that everybody laughs at because they're the Browns? Well, Dallas has stepped up and <laughs> helping them out with that for this year. <laughs> Dallas is one of those teams that never ceases to disappoint me. Like I always have such high hopes at the beginning of the season, but they always manage to disappoint me every year. And they have done so since the nineties. And it's just you know, they won well, like two Super Bowls and haven't done shit since. But they are on pace to set an NFL record this year, okay? Being the worst team ever team defensive team ever. Because I, I was they were talking about it on the news the other day that there's only been like three teams that have given up over five hundred points in the season. <laughs> And the worst is like 539 points. <laughs> they said Dallas is on pace to give up like 525 or 530 points. Well, what was cracking me up about the beginning part of this season um, is before uh, Dak Shepard uh, had that gruesome. Who? Uh, uh, what am I? What, who am I trying to say? Dak uh, Prescott. Das, why, why did I say Shepard? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Dak Prescott had that gruesome ankle injury. Uh, before that happened, the Cowboys were playing decent football, and they'd put a bunch of points on the board. Oh, yeah. They're going to put a bunch of points on but the board. But their defense allowed so many points that they were just losing every game. Because, um, you know, you they'd go out there and they'd score, you know, 38 points or, or 40 points or whatever. And then the other team would put up, like, 52. Yeah, that'll piss you off in an offense when you're putting up 30-something points and you're still losing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. They're off, they've got a good offense this year. They've just got a terrible defense. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating. I don't like it. I don't like rooting for a team that just insists upon disappointing me with every move they make. But that's just, you know, that's the Cowboys. If, if you live in Texas and, and you follow the Cowboys and you even remotely like the Cowboys, just get used to disappointment. And any other baseball fans probably heard of the guy, probably know him. You may have even heard of him, Johnny Bench. Yeah. Uh, one of the best catchers to ever play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he held an auction at this auction house for a bunch of his – Game memorabilia. Mm-hmm. 
like some World Series championship rings and different things like that. Right. right? Uh, ended up selling like $3 million worth of stuff. And the reason he did this was so that he could finance his kid's college education. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was cool because one guy who bought around a million dollars worth on his own mm-hmm. gave all the stuff back to Johnny after he bought it. Oh, nice. Because he said that he wanted all that stuff not to just go off and disappear somewhere. Mm-hmm. So now all that stuff that he returned back to him uh, is on display now at different hall of fame places around the country not just in cooperstown but in some of the other ones as well uh and i believe this was a guy if i read the story correctly if i remember correctly rather i think it was a guy that actually has known johnny bench that has been there for a lot of his playing days but i just thought that was cool that i mean (laughs) Imagine being able to just, I'm going to go spend a million dollars on some stuff, and then once I buy it, I'm just going to give it all back. Well, I've never been able to imagine spending a million dollars on anything, so no. Right? If I had a million dollars to spend on something. Well, I guess if you had a million dollars to spend on something, it's not really that big of a deal for you just to give it back, because apparently spending a million bucks on something you're not going to keep is no big deal. Right, you got the money to burn. Mm Mm-hmm. So... You, you walked by the kitchen. I looked over and saw the crock pot still out from your... From my bowl. Your shrimp bowl. Man, that stuff was good. It was very good. I left the shrimp in there too long, though. Yeah, shrimp was overcooked, but the other stuff was still had a good taste. Yeah, but, I, really but I think I think the uh, the trick is the two crock pots. And so what I'll do next time is I'll, I'll cook the shrimp on high for like three hours. And everything else for the six hours it was in there. Because that six hours for the potatoes and everything else, that was the right amount of time. Because those were some big potatoes. You know, we had to make sure that they got cooked all the way through. Um, but that was just too much for the shrimp. Yeah. So we'll do six hours for everything else and then like three hours for the shrimp. See if that works. Yeah. So, yeah, I was that old bay seasoning is some good stuff. And one other thing I do have in sports is kind of uh, – I've been kind of looking on those whole little silly this day in history thing. Yeah. Well, on this day in history, in 2007, the Mitchell Report was publicly released. What's the Mitchell Report? Oh, you don't know what the Mitchell Report is? If if I did, I wouldn't be asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it listed the names of 89 MLB players that presumably had used steroids and HGH. Okay. I mean, we're talking like it had a lot of big names on there. <laughs> and it outed a lot of people. I can imagine. Yeah. So that was a... Of course, you know, that gets in the whole thing. Who cares? Over the shortstop and watch it roll into the outfield. No. They want to see him crank a 500-foot home run into the upper deck. You go because you want to see bombs. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see Barry Mines knock a baseball out of the stadium. You want to see That's bombs, or and you want to see if there's just a dominant pitcher pitching. Yeah, just making people look bad. Well, what cracks me up, and I've said this before, the big scandal in baseball is not steroids because steroids don't help you hit a baseball. No, they don't if help you, your reaction. If you don't have good reaction time, if you don't have good eye hand coordination, that ball's going past you every single time. 
because that pitcher is pitching it. Because if you couldn't hit it before steroids, you're not going to be able to hit it after steroids. Exactly. The only thing steroids d- does is gives you a little power, a little more power on your on your. Or you can hit it further when you do hit it. Yeah. But the big scandal in baseball is not steroids; it's amphetamines that pitchers are using to keep themselves going. Yeah. Because all those pitchers are hopped up on uppers because they're not getting a whole lot of rest between games. They're not getting a whole lot of rest between um, workouts. You know, if you're pitching a doubleheader, if you're pitching, you know, two or three games in a row nightly, you need to you need something to keep you up, to keep that, that energy level up. Because the second that you start feeling that, that, that tiredness in your body, your pitchers are slowing down. Well, I mean, because pitching is a very, I mean, people don't really realize it, but it's a very physically tasking position to play. Yeah. Because, especially for guys that try to throw as hard as they can, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. You got to think, you throw 100 pitches in a game, that's 100 times that you're doing the same thing to the fullest extent of your ability every single time. Yeah. You, you're giving it everything you got, every pitch. Well, I know I did. I mean, I never let up. So, I mean, it was like everything I threw, I threw it as hard as I could. Okay, so I'm not an experienced baseball watcher. I, I'm just not. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. So Vaughn just cracked his knee on the table. <laughs> he said a wordy dirt. <laughs> So I'm not an experienced baseball watcher, but I do remember watching the playoffs last year and watching um, Verlander, and you could tell when he was t- when he the the second that he got tired, you could tell. I mean, the absolute second because his body slowed down. He looked like he was having to really work to get these pitches going. He was just like. You know, everything was in slow motion for him. And you could absolutely tell that he was trying to give everything that he had to these pitches. And he was giving everything that he had, but he was exhausted. And it was about the, gosh, it was probably halfway through the fifth inning. No, not even then. Halfway through the fourth inning. He got tired early in one of those games. And they didn't pull him out till the seventh inning. Yeah. Well, because it's like wait, every time Verlander gets in the playoffs, he's always got like – there's always one inning that gets him every time. Yeah. Well, he got he got got early in this game. And I don't even remember which game it was. I honestly don't. I just remember watching him and going, dang, he's tired. And just like watching him struggle through these pitches, and they just left him in there. And I was like, please pull him because he is struggling here. <laughs> he is and, – and people are watching him struggle. That's awful. Don't leave him in. But they left him in, I guess, because he's Verlander, and Verlander kind of gets to do what he wants. Well, Verlander is the probably the best pitcher to ever pitch in a World Series and never win. Really? Well, yeah. He has never won a World Series. If I remember correctly, he has zero World Series wins. Yeah. He's got playoff wins, but I don't think he's ever started the game in the World Series and got a win for it, mm-hmm. which is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. But he's still good, though. Okay, I'm going to – if my computer craps out, 
you'll know why. I'm trying to uninstall something that the children have installed that I'm going to murder them for installing on my computer. So I'm a quick updater or something. I'm there we go. Updater. What are they? One updater and the quick driver. Okay, so I'm gonna get rid of this. Uninstall. Watch that turn my computer completely off. Uninstall. Well let's hope not. <laughs> we may have to redo this whole podcast. We ain't got time to do it today. No, we really don't because Vaughn's gotta go to gotta go to work. But uh yeah, so I want to uninstall that. And so if that happens, what I'll do is I'll post the truncated podcast and then like a little explanation as to why it's truncated and then we'll try to meet up for later in the week and do a different episode. That'll work. That'll work. When my kidney stone finally gets me and I can't go to work, <laughs> do a podcast or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I think that worked. Pfizer vaccine is on the way been shipped out yeah and that was cool um, some of those shipments are actually being escorted by u.s marshals because people have threatened to disrupt it how pardon my language fucked up do you have to be to disrupt something like a vaccine because that's the that's the idiots that still believe it's fake and that they believe that bill gates gives a shit about tracking your movement. You have an iPhone. You're already being tracked. Bill Gates is not going to put a chip in you. He doesn't care that much. Right. <laughs> Those guys crack me up. They're like, Bill Gates is doing this vaccine thing so he can chip you. And Nobody cares, Karen. Nobody right. cares about you going to soccer practice with your kids. Well, if you're that worried about it, how about this? Then don't go get it. You'll die off and it'll just be more for the rest of us that actually want to stay alive. There you go. There you go. The but, dumb ones weed themselves out. Oh, my, but that's the problem. They don't. They're always the ones that are hardy enough to survive something stupid. Like falling off a building. But at least we know now. I'll let you elaborate that if you do catch COVID, we know how to we know how to get rid of it once you catch it. Oh, we do. Yeah. Do we? Oh, we do. yeah. Rudy told us how he to told get us rid how of to get COVID. rid of it. But it's really not that big of a deal, it's, just like Trump said. And he knows, he, he told the world how to beat COVID. You want to know how you beat COVID? How? You go get it treated early, and you go get it treated with the same treatments that the president got. And that's how you beat COVID. Because yep. everybody can do that. Because he said, I just, well, just go get treated early. Go get treated early, and it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. Thank because you. you go there and try to get early treatment, they're like, "Your symptoms aren't bad enough. Your Please come back later. Enough. Come come back later when they hit you harder. Yeah. we got worse people here right now." And, and that's what they do because there's no room in these hospitals. And this dumbass went to Walter Reed and got treated with these experimental treatments that Trump got that are not open for the well, he, he, normal public. He got the Regeneron that Trump told everybody was going to get for free. Yeah, well, doesn't Regeneron sound like a like a multi-level marketing? <laughs> it sounds like something that bored housewives would sell to their friends. No, Regeneron. Regeneron to me sounds like it. It was brought in on the uh, brought in brought to you by the wonderful people at the umbrella. Uh, the is it the yeah it's the umbrella umbrella, uh, umbrella corporation. corporation yeah from, from, said raccoon, umbrella from raccoon city, city yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
But whoever called it Regeneron has been watching like there, okay, so I don't know how many of you guys watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but there's a there's a multi-level marketing scheme that they all get sucked into, and it's Invigoron, and that's what it always makes me think of, because it was an, it was, <laughs> it's a funnel system. It's a funnel of how you, how you, you bring your friends into this funnel, and, and they all sell for you, but if you turn the funnel upside down, it's, it kind of resembles a pyramid, and everybody, when they find that out, they're like, well, crap. <laughs> Like Michael Scott. Like Michael Scott. <laughs> I've got to go make a call. <laughs> and then for him just to sit there. You're talking and, about Rudy. Yes. And to brag that the reason he got such good treatment so fast was because of his celebrity status. Yes. He said that when you're a celebrity, they tend to take better care of you. Because mm-hmm. they worry about you more. <clears throat> well, Rudy, you little reflectionless bloodsucker um fuck off i mean you just oh i can't stand that little a-hole with his melting hair and his farting (laughs) my god is that not the funniest damn thing he gave that woman covid by blowing ass on her he did and she got covid like two days later (laughs) that was the best that was the best we talked about uh, what's her, what's her name Melissa Carino or whatever that crazy chick was last week. We talked about her last week. Um, oh, the why did you do something with it? Did you do something with it? Did you do something crazy with it? Did you take those votes and do something crazy? <laughs> she was out in front of this Trump rally um, that happened yesterday or the day before, um, not saying a whole lot, but sounding like the drunk aunt. But she's an actress. And it cracks me up that she's still out there in front of these people. Oh, oh, speaking of the Trump rally that happened the other day, um, <clears throat> the Proud Boys were out there. Do you know who the Proud Boys mm-hmm. are? Okay, so they're a uh, basically a paramilitary terrorist group that lives in the United States. Um, they really do need to be designated as a terrorist group because that's what they are. They're terrorists. Um, but um, they, earlier in the year, had the hashtag Proud Boys... Hashtag hijacked. hijacked by people who were posting pictures of uh, gay men under that hashtag. So they had it completely hijacked, which was really funny. Well, last night, or, or the night before, whenever this rally happened, um, they were there, and some of them were wearing their little uh, yellow and black kilts. And I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but they decided they were going to do the uh, the Braveheart show your butt to the enemy thing. And so they flipped up their kilts and on each, they had a letter on each butt cheek of, you know, five or six men and it spelled out fuck Antifa or Antifa on on their butt cheeks. And so you've got these bare assed men bent over saying fuck Antifa. Somebody had to draw that on their bare butts. I don't think they They probably all painted each other. That's not the message I think that they were intending to give because bare butts and bent over and <laughs> I don't think that they thought that through is all I'm saying because it kind of fits with the hashtag that got hijacked is all I'm saying. Ah, did my computer crap out again? Oh, nope. Oh, maybe working. We're still going. I think we're still going. 
Okay, I apologize if that sounded weird in the middle. I'm going to have to listen to the whole thing and like produce it and everything. But I think it works. Um, <clears throat> so what else have we got politics-wise to talk about? SCOTUS. Oh, yeah. Friday night, about 6 o'clock Central Time. Well, 7 o'clock Central Time. Um, the It wasn't even a ruling that came down from SCOTUS about this uh, lawsuit that Texas filed. So Texas and several 20-something uh, other states... I think it was 17. 17 other states got together and decided to have this um, lawsuit against Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Nevada, right? Yes. Um, saying that they violated the Constitution... With how they did their elections. With how they did their elections. Um, and so they brought that directly to the Supreme Court since it was a state suing another state, and that doesn't go to, fe- you know, that doesn't go to a lower federal court. That goes straight to the Supreme Court. And um, Ken Paxton is the one, he's the... Um, Attorney General here? Yes. Yeah, he's the Attorney General here in Texas. He's the one that brought it. Well, <clears throat> 6 o'clock-ish on Friday, uh, the Supreme Court was ready to give out their ruling. And two of the justices said, yeah, we could probably hear this case. We probably should hear this case. Alito and Thomas were like, yeah, we should probably let this go in front of the court. However, if it does get in front of the court, it's not going to change our mind about it. Yeah. So... All nine justices said, no, we're just not even going to hear it. There's no point in hearing it. You people have no evidence. You are not meeting your burden of proof. You are coming to the court with nothing. Well, that is said that the one state doesn't have the right to sue another state over how they do their election. Exactly. That's, that's I mean, that's, isn't that the, like the 11th Amendment? So it's just, like everybody knows, that's just Paxton's way of, hoping to gain a little favor with, with the Trumper and get him a pardon to get him out of all of his legal crimes that he's facing right now. Ken Paxton is under indictment right now for securities fraud and for using the office of the Attorney General uh, to, to bribe. Or no, not to bribe, was to it? help out a campaign donor. Oh, help out a campaign. Well, it, it, it's... A campaign donor that was under the investigation of, with the FBI. Okay. Well, what's funny about this is that it may not get Paxton the bribe because it went no—I mean, it might not get him the pardon because it went nowhere. But now the FBI is, like, super interested in Paxton, and where it's taken, like, five years for this to go anywhere with Paxton, the FBI is now like, oh, oh, you just poked your head up above the the water. We're going to go ahead and grab you now. Yeah. And so they actually issued a subpoena for him, and so now he may be in serious, serious federal trouble. I I just think it's funny because after loss, after loss, after loss, after loss, after loss, after loss, Trump and his people were like, but those were just minor things. This is going to be the big one. This is the big one that we need to watch. Mm -hmm. This is the one that's going to turn it around for us. And then it had the same outcome of the other 50-something cases that they lost. Well, what cracks me up is that the Pennsylvania case was where everybody was hanging their hats. And then it became obvious that the Pennsylvania case in front of SCOTUS was going nowhere. And then everybody started saying, oh, well, that's not the big one. The big one is the Texas one. Yeah. Even Trump was out there saying, oh, the Pennsylvania case was not my case. I didn't have anything to do with that one. It's this next one that's coming up that's the big one. 
this one you'll find out everything you need to know. We've been holding back all the evidence for this case. Yeah. And then it Ted gets thrown Cruz out. Ted is going to try it for me. <clears throat> I, I, I petitioned the court to let me come in and speak on, on the behalf of the lawsuit as well. This is going to be the big one. Yeah. And didn't even get there. And idiot. he said that, and, and you should hear all these Trumpers that are out there saying that, oh, SCOTUS must be in on the deep state. Yeah. Including the three justices that Trump appointed and got loyalty pledges from but wouldn't whole, hear it. Yeah, the Supreme Court is ran by the Democrats. The three that he appointed <laughs> didn't even say we should bring this to court because it was Thomas and Alito. He didn't have anything to do with either of those guys. So Gorsuch, Barrett, and Kavanaugh all sided with everyone else and said, we shouldn't even hear this case. This is a stupid case. Yeah. Now, there are some people who think that maybe the case should have been heard just so that it would have been definitive. No, this does not have merit. We're, we're ruling against you. And then they couldn't have gone any further. See, uh, and this is gonna. This is kind of one of those little far-fetched thoughts that I have sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because I watch too many movies and right. TV shows and crap. But what if this was SCOTUS playing the long game? Because they've got a six to three advantage right now, right? Right. Okay. And so the Democrats have been saying a lot about adding seats to the court to make it a little less. Like seven to six. Yeah. Basically adding four seats to make it seven to six, right? Yeah. So what if SCOTUS is going the way they are, ruling the way they are, because maybe they're thinking they do that, then it maybe the Democrat people that are possibly going to take over completely, especially if they win those two Senate seats in Georgia, if they go and say, say they win those two, right? Mm-hmm. So then they got control of the Senate. What if they're doing that way? Because then they can look at it like they're trying to get them to think, well, you know, we were going to do that. But now we don't need to because they're at least not stupid. Yeah, maybe we don't really need to now because, I mean, we thought that they were going to rule this way just because of Trump appointed them. Right. But maybe they really are going to try to do things the lawful way and the, you know, the way they should. Right. So maybe we don't need to add seats. Okay. Just so they can keep that 6-3 <clears throat> advantage because they all know... For that, the important stuff. Because they all know that this this whole crap that they're doing is a lost cause. Right. So it didn't really hurt anything for them to keep going, yeah, no, we're not doing that. But later on, there's going to be bigger stuff coming in and they're thinking, and now, so if they decide not to do it, let it stay with the 9. Mm-hmm. And then they start bringing bigger stuff to them, and they're like, nope. And then at that point, you don't have time to go back and add four. and then To get them on this. To take it back to it again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. May, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. I might be on to something. I might be on to something. I don't think Amy Coney Barrett is smart enough to have come up with that, but maybe somebody else told her about it. Well, I'm not that smart, and I can't <laughs> If they're not smart enough to come up with that idea just like I did, then that that didn't give me a whole lot of hope for SCOTUS. (laughs) Do you honestly think that Judge Beerbong could have come up with something like that? 
never know. You never, never know. That is true. If they, if they do end up coming up with something like that, it'll, it'll be a, you know, I'll, I will give you your $5. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, as far as packing the court, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, they're going to pack the courts. <sighs> That's what Mitch McConnell has been doing for the last four years is literally packing the courts. He's been taking all of these seats that he refused to fill when Obama was in office and pack and, and Trump has been nominating extremely conservative judges. So they have wildly changed the face of the federal judiciary in the last four years by putting nothing but wildly right-wing judges on the courts. He's been packing the courts this entire time. If you want to see what a Republican is doing, watch what they accuse other people of doing because they're doing it. Yeah. The Republican is doing it. I know I saw a tweet by Trump that just straight up said that, oh, they're going to pack the court, something I would have never done. I'm like, dude, you already did it. You've been doing it. (laughs) You've already done it, man. What do you mean it's something you ain't going to never do? Three extremely conservative judges on the Supreme Court is not packing the court? Come on. I'm just saying, I think it's a long game. Here, Okay, so here's the way that I feel that the Supreme Court should be made up. Um, I don't feel... if, If you're going to know how a justice is going to rule before they rule, that seems like a problem to me. Okay, because the Supreme Court is supposed to be impartial. They shouldn't be ruling based on their religion, which is what Coney Barrett says she's going to do. They shouldn't be ruling based on, they should be ruling based on the law and the interpretation of the Constitution. And somebody who says they are an originalist, but doesn't support slavery, is not an originalist. Okay, so they are telling you that in order to make you think a certain thing about the way they're going to rule so that they can trick you. But in my opinion, if you are going to know how a Supreme Court justice is going to rule before they rule, then the makeup of the Supreme Court needs to be changed. It shouldn't be as many of our side as we can get in and as few of your side as we can get in. It should be Three justices that are left-wing and are always going to rule left-wing. Three justices that are right-wing and are always going to rule right-wing. And then three justices that we don't know what the fuck they're going to do because they're going to make up their mind at the time. And though we should have at least three swing votes on the, on the, the Supreme Court. Because otherwise, what is the point of having the highest court in a land and you know the way they're going to rule every single time? We know. Based on who Trump put into those seats while he was in office, if Roe v. Wade gets in front of them, we know what's going to happen. We should not know what's going to happen. That's ridiculous. You should. You should never. It should never be a sure thing, especially when you're dealing with a case of established law, an established you know interpretation of the of the Constitution. If that interpretation changes based on um, based on new evidence, like when slaves being three-fifths of a person was changed, then okay. But if you're just ruling against something because you don't like it, or because it doesn't fit with your religion, maybe you shouldn't be a judge? Right. You know, because the whole point of having the United States to begin with was so that religion wouldn't dictate anything. 
And if you've got these wildly, wildly religious on either side judges that are ruling based on what their religion tells them to rule versus what the Constitution tells them to rule, then they're then they're not doing it right. And I, I mean, they're they're just not doing it right. <laughs> Why are you letting me monologue? What are you doing over there? Looking at Trump tweets. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still yelling and screaming about the states that he won and the governors there that helped the helped the Democrats steal it from him. And I'm going to be so happy on January the 20th when they shut off his Twitter access. Griping this to the Supreme Court has zero interest in the merits of the greatest voter fraud ever perpetrated on the United States of America. But we'll show you the evidence next week along with my taxes. Yeah. That's what I don't get, how they keep saying... Evidence, evidence, evidence. We got all this evidence. Got so much we don't know what to do with. But like, oh, Mike Pence. Like I told you earlier, Mike Pence. Because they before the SCOTUS came down with their ruling about not going to rule <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know, Pence was out out there hooping and hollering about it just as much as Trump was, and he said that Donald Trump deserves his day in court. The Supreme Court. And I was like, you know, Pence, I don't think you've ever said anything <laughs> that I agree with as much as what you just said. Because I 100% agree with him. Donald Trump definitely deserves his day in court. At the defendant's table in handcuffs. Just not the way that you he's trying think. to say that he deserves <laughs> his day in court. But he definitely deserves his day in court. Absolutely, yeah. And and if the state of New York has anything to say about it, he'll get his day in court. Now, rich people don't spend any time in jail, so let's not be silly. Let's not think that Trump's going to spend even one day in jail, because he's not. No. Rich people don't go to jail. But at the very least, he'll have an asterisk next to his name, because he is the first one-term impeached president... Who, who lost, was not removed from who, office. Who lost the popular vote twice, twice. And who is going to be indicted on state charges from the state of New York. That's never happened before. So whether or not he spends a day in jail or not, he is still all of those things. And when you talk about him in the history books, you're going to have to talk about the fact. You know, when you talk about Andrew Jackson, you talk about the Trail of Tears. And that horrifying genocide that he perpetrated on people. On, on Native Americans. Yeah. And when you talk about Donald Trump, you're going to have to talk about the fact that he lost the popular vote twice, he's impeached, and he's going up on state charges for being a crook. And that his children are little baby crooks who got kicked off of running charities. Like, they can't run charities anymore because they stole from a kid's cancer charity. How, how disgusting do you have to be to steal from a kid's cancer charity? And it's just funny, too, because, like, people, I still see it online, and people talking about, oh, he's, Trump's never done anything wrong. I don't know why everybody, then why has he been asking for, if he could pardon himself? Right. <laughs> you wouldn't be asking that question if you thought he you were getting away with it. He knows he's done some shit, or he wouldn't be wanting to try to pardon himself. Yeah. And this is not a situation of, oh, they're going to try to pin something on me, so I need the pardon. That's it's not. That's not it. There's, there's too much credible evidence against him. And, and one question that we've never gotten fully answered is, um, who is he in debt to? 
Because if he's in debt to a foreign country, would doesn't that make him susceptible to going to that foreign country out after he's out of office and giving them all of our state secrets? Thing is, though, he's not. I mean, people are donating enough money to his bullcrap since he's lost the election that he's he's going to be able to pay off anything he's got. I hope so. Because if he goes to Russia, well, he's been telling Russia everything he knows. I mean, that's that's pretty much a guarantee. But you know, if he go like Deutsche Bank, he's he's a he's in debt to Deutsche Bank. He's in debt to the Russians. He's in debt to um, oh, there was another bank. I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but you know, if all these countries, oh, he's in debt to, to China. He's got bank accounts in China. Did you know about that? Mm-mm. He paid more taxes in China than he paid in the United States. Because he paid over $100,000 in taxes for a bank account that he's got in China. And he paid $750 in ta- not Not $750,000, $750 in taxes in America in the same year. And that bank account in China, he got... A deposit? Well, okay, so don't quote me on these numbers because I'm, I'm half remembering them. I just remember the story. I just can't remember the numbers that were involved. He got a deposit of like $7 million into that bank account. And then like the next day, he took out $6 million. And nobody knows where that original transfer came from. And it would show up in his taxes, but they haven't. Like, he won't release his taxes so that we can find out exactly where all this stuff is coming from. Dude's, dude's crooked and dirty as, as they come. And he's just gotten away with it for this long. And he would still be getting away with it if he hadn't been dumb enough to run for president. Yeah. He could just be laundering money for the mob like he's been doing for the last 40 years. And nobody would say crap to him. But he decided he had to be president. And now everybody's looking at him. And he's like, why are you looking at me? And, well, because you were dumb and ran for president. Well, I'm still waiting to see what they're going to do now because he, he had a tweet that went out yesterday that says, we've just now, be- we've just begun the fight. He's, he's going to take the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. Oh, <laughs> back on sports, something I missed. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Fuller. Yeah, the kicker. The first woman to play in the Power Five college. Right. Made her first career point yesterday. Hmm. And a field goal on their first touch on their, when they scored a touchdown. Awesome. She actually kicked and made, made the extra point. Ben Shapiro is super, super, super threatened by her. He's threatened by women doing anything that men can do. Because he's assuming that it's going to be made easier for the women. Which, that's a pretty sexist assumption to make. And do you remember when those two Army Rangers, those two women, uh, made it through Army Ranger school a few years ago? Mm-hmm. If it were me, and I had my druthers, I'd want the women next to me, not the men. Because women have to work harder to be as good as men. And if those women were able to do what the men did as well as the men, they worked a hell of a lot harder than those men did. I want one of them beside me, dragging my ass out of combat. Because they're not going to stop. <laughs> no. They are not going to stop. Why does my computer keep turning off? I don't know. Did it shut off completely? Yeah, the screen keeps turning off. 
We're still going though, right? We're still going, but the screen keeps turning off. The kids have done something to my computer. Don't. <sighs> I need to get Greenbeard on the show. He does not listen to the show, so he does not know that I'm talking about him. But I need to get Greenbeard on the show so that he can give me technical advice on all this stuff. Hey, why don't you like pack it up and send it to that guy that Hunter took his to? Flew across the country to give it to Go the to blind Delaware? guy to fix it. Yeah, the blind guy that could fix my computer for $83. Um, he actually packed up shop and left town. Nobody knows where he is. Um, we got to do our thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what my thumbs down is going to be, except for just uh, to relay. All right. Got a message from a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He told me about his thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said... He's from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And he said his thumbs down for this week <laughs> goes to all the people in my area that I still that I see still not walking around without a still walking around without a mask mm-hmm. and acting like they are not wearing their mask that is doing him a favor for them not wearing one. Nice. <laughs> oh, I'll, speaking of not wearing a mask, let me tell you what happened to me in Walmart yesterday. So I'm standing in line, and somebody gets a. And, and, and we're we're. This should be your thumbs down. This this is my thumbs down. It was going to be the Cowboys, but we've already talked about the Cowboys. They can't be my thumbs down. So this is my thumbs down. You can't give my thumbs down for actually winning today, though. I can because they're disappointing and they're terrible and they should be ashamed of themselves. Anyway, my thumbs down for this week is I was standing in line in Walmart, and we were stacked ten deep on every single register. I mean, it was nuts in there on Saturday. And we were in line for an hour. I know we were in line for an hour. And we're all trying to, like, be be considerate and, you know, keep our distance from each other and da-da-da-da. There's a lady in front of me that's not wearing a mask, but I'm, like, away from her. And she's staying away from me, so we're, you know, maintaining our social distance. Well, these people get up right next to me, behind me. And I just happen to glance back, and I notice they're not wearing masks. Well, the woman is, like, two feet from me. And I'm like, man, would you mind maintaining a little social distance, you know, because you're not wearing a mask? And I pointed at my mask. And the husband goes, well, fuck you. And then they're like, come on. And he's like, come on, honey, let's get out of here. And then as they're walking off, I hear him go, I bet she likes Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, too. And I was like, I do. <laughs> and he, he like got mad and walked off. Well, then he got into line like three or four lanes over and kept like staring daggers at me like I'm doing something wrong by wearing a mask. I and just kept him, waving. Well, I, I just smiled real sweet at it. Because, you know, you can see when somebody's smiling. You can see in their eyes. I just smiled at him. And then he made the you're crazy sign, like, with his finger uh, up to his head. The you're crazy. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I was, like, telling him to come over and talk to me. And he, like, wouldn't do it. <laughs> so that's my thumbs down for the week is some dumbass trying to make me feel bad for wearing a mask. And, you know, it's... I should not be able to look at you and tell who you voted for. But you not know, that, wearing a mask. A, that's a conversation you and I have had. Not wearing a mask basically means you voted for Trump. Because, like, er, and I know it's not like that with everybody. But when I'm walking around in public and I see somebody without one, my first thought was, oh, I bet you I know who you voted for. Yeah, because he literally made it a political statement. Mm-hmm. If you wear a mask, you do not support me. He said those words. It, that's the most 
asinine, dangerous thing. Oh my god, you know, what is wrong with you? Just wear the mask. <laughs> Alright, thumbs up. What you got? Okay, so my thumbs up is my joke of the week. I have two favorite jokes, and I'm gonna tell both I'm gonna tell you both of them. Okay. Because they're my two favorite jokes of all time. I always laugh when I hear them because they're just so silly. And Okay, anyway, well, you're talking it up too much. So my first joke is a little story. It's a little joke in a story. And it goes like this. Leave the peach cobbler in the kitchen alone, my mother told me. But I snuck down there anyway, watching him make his little peach shoes. No one will wear those shoes, I said. But still, he worked. (laughs) That's so dumb. It's so dumb, but it's great. That's my second favorite joke of all time. And so, my first favorite joke of of all time is an interactive joke, and I'm going to need you to help me tell this joke. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. It's a joke in Spanish. So, I'll tell the joke in Spanish. And I'll play along. And and you'll play along, and then I'll tell the joke in English for people who don't speak Spanish. So, here it is. ¿Cómo se dice un zapato en inglés? A shoe. Salud. (laughs) <laughs> so what that joke said what, como se dice un zapato in English means how do you say a shoe in Spanish and then the person responds a shoe and then you say but. salud which is bless you <laughs> such a dumb joke <laughs> but it makes me laugh every time I don't care how many times you tell that joke it's going to make me laugh <laughs> Well, I know Call of Duty has made my list the last couple of weeks or my thumbs down, but it actually made its way back into my thumbs up this time. Oh. Because a stupid game finally gave me my dang diamond camo for my LMGs. <laughs> <laughs> after like a week and a half of after I got it, it finally gave it to me. So it, it finally made it away from the thumbs down column. Well, good. At least you don't hate the game anymore. Yeah. Do you hate the player? No. You don't hate the game or the player? Nah. <laughs> oh, one other thing in my thumbs down column this week. Um, I have a picture that I'm going to post to the Instagram. It is a picture of Tiny Dog. And he is... Okay, so when we were... We took a little nap on the couch this afternoon. And I had dogs literally all over me. Okay? But the dogs had been outside all day and they were very cold. And so I felt really bad for them, so I put them under the covers with me. And they were all wrapped up. And Vaughn was making fun of me because I had Ditto. Like, his little head, his little, his little nose was his sticking, out, sticking up. And he was wrapped up in the covers. Um, but Tiny Dog burrowed up under the covers to get next to me to get some body heat. And then he flipped over on his back. Well, then the covers fell off of him, and his little nutsack is just exposed to the air and in my face. <laughs> so that's my thumbs down for the week. Is this dog not respecting me enough to keep his junk out of my face? <laughs> yeah. These dogs don't respect me at all. He just likes, here's my balls. Take a look. <laughs> he says, these nuts. <laughs> so anyway, that's my thumbs up, thumbs down for the week. We made it to an hour, almost, right at. I guess I can do my joke next week. Now do your joke. What's your joke? You know, the one about the phone ringing. 
<laughs> the guy at the at the golf club. Tell it. Tell the joke. Well, it, it was a guy at a golf club, and phone rings and he's answers it, and this woman on the other line, she's like, "Hey, honey, are you at the club?" He said, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> she said, "Okay, well, I'm at the mall." And, and, and they've got this leather coat that I've always wanted, real leather one. And, they, and they've got one in, and I'm so excited. She says, can I get it? He's like, well, how much is it? She said, it's $1,000. And he's like, well, do you really like it that much? She says, yes. She goes, well, I guess if you really like it that much, then you you just got to have it. Go ahead and get it. Of course, the woman gets all excited, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's just awesome. I'm so happy. She goes, well, also, uh, I went by the dealership on my way to the mall, and that new model of Mercedes that I've always wanted, they've got it. And it's got it's the one that's got like all the uh what, what'd you, what, all the all the special features, all the, special all the features yeah. and everything like that. And he's like, Man, he said, All the features? She said, Yeah, it's got everything. He's like, Well, how much do they want for that one? She said, It's like a hundred and fifty thousand. He goes, Well, if it's got everything on it, just like that jacket, baby, you gotta have it, you gotta have it. You, you need to go back and get it. <laughs> And she's just like, oh, my gosh, this is like one of the best days ever. She goes, well, since we're on a roll, I'm just going to go and ask you this, too. She said, you remember that house that we've been looking at for so long? He's like, yeah. She said, well, it's finally back up on the market again. And, and you know, we've all, I've, I love that house so much. And he's like, well, how much are they asking for that house? And she said, 1.5. And he's like, 1.5 million. He said, well, that is a really nice house. He said, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and call the realtor? And you make them an offer of 1.4. How about that? And, of course, the lady starts flipping out, thinking it's the best day she's ever had. Oh, my gosh, honey, I love you so much. Bye. I'm calling her right now. And she hangs up the phone. And then the guy holds up the phone and turns around and looks at the other guys that are in the clubhouse or whatever and then says, hey, anybody knows who phone this is? <laughs> so some dude's going to get home and get really pissed off at his wife. <laughs> Just spent a thousand dollars on a jacket, a hundred fifty thousand dollars on a car, and just put in a one point four million dollar bid on a house. <laughs> oh my gosh! I like your joke. Your joke is a definite thumbs up. But that was pretty funny. It made me laugh when I read it, <clears throat> or when I saw it, whatever it was. I can't remember, but it was funny. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up for the week. Let's wrap it up. It's about time we start getting ready for work pretty soon. Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter. On Twitter? Vaughn Shea, 0129. Yeah. You can find us at The Shays Lounge on Twitter. The Shays Lounge um, on Instagram. Um, I am Cricket Shea on Twitter yep, or yep. Facebook. You can find me there. And we will see you next week. Hopefully this one actually comes out okay. Heck yeah, I hope so. If you've made it this far and it hasn't been too bad, you know, kudos to you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a nice week. Bye.